It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Monday edition of the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your very gracious and humble host, Eric G. Thank you so much for joining me this afternoon. And if you are brand new to the Locked On Thunder podcast, Pull a chair up, kick your feet back, relax, and for the next 20 minutes or so, we will talk Oklahoma City Thunder basketball. If you don't know who I am, and maybe you're new and this is the first time you're hearing my voice, I did radio in Oklahoma City for four years, sports talk radio, covering the Thunder that entire time. This is my fifth season to be covering the Oklahoma City Thunder. Did a lot of post-game, did some pre-game. And now I'm very proud to be a part of the Locked On Network, which your local podcast every single day for all teams in the NBA, all teams in the NFL. I also do work for ThunderDigest.com and host a weekly podcast for them called the G League, and we need to be getting another edition of that out soon, shortly. So there's a lot to discuss here on this podcast today, and let me tell you what's coming up. We'll give you the brand new news on Steven Adams, or at least the latest on Steven Adams. We'll hear from Paul George on what life is like without Steven Adams in the lineup. Then we'll discuss what to do about Carmelo Anthony. Not producing the way that Thunder fans want him to. It was a big risk by Sam Presti to bring him in. So now what does Billy Donovan have to consider as the Thunder approach the postseason? And what's the best way not to lose Carmelo Anthony? In segment number two, Nick Collison has had an outstanding last two games. Did you think those were words we'd ever be saying on this podcast at at any point this year? Nick Collison, Mr. Thunder, still beloved by fans. So what is the most fitting way for the Thunder to honor Nick Collison once his career has come to a close? I've got some ideas on that. I want to get your ideas as well. And I'll tell you what the most Thunder thing to do is for Nick Collison. We'll jump into that. And I'll also tell you Since we are approaching March Madness, how dangerous I think the Thunder can possibly be in the upcoming postseason. And then finally, we'll have our mandatory Corey Brewer talk in the third segment. We'll hear from Paul George again on what he thinks Corey Brewer is bringing to this Oklahoma City Thunder team. In these last two games that he started, Corey Brewer's been absolutely lights out. And then we will talk about LeBron James and Paul George and whether or not we could possibly see these two team up in Los Angeles after the end of the year and play for the Lakers. And I'll also tell you some teams over the next couple of nights that can give the Thunder some big-time help. At this point in the podcast, I'd like to reach out to business owners. I do this every single day, about three times during the podcast, and just say that if you're listening anywhere in the world, not just Oklahoma City, I would really like you to be a part of the Locked On Thunder team. Not just because hey, it's locked on Thunder and it benefits me that if you do. But I'm a big believer in what we have going on on the Locked On Podcast Network, which is Locked On NBA, Locked On NFL, 
And then Locked On Podcast for all teams in the NFL and the association. Lots of great talent out there bringing you the stories up to date, doing some very good, entertaining podcasts that are all worth checking out. The Locked On Heat has been the pot of the day for the last couple of days running. Those guys do an excellent job. Take a listen to them. See what you think. But if you target men between the ages of 18 and 44, we get them in bunches here. 98% of the people that listen to this podcast happen to be men. 80% of those are between the ages of 18 and 44. And we can certainly help your business grow. David Locke is the owner of the Locked On Podcast Network. He's also the voice of the Utah Jazz. He would love to hear from you and tell you all about our reasonable rates. So you can email him at davidlocke, D-L-O-C-K-E, at gmail.com. That's D-L-O-C-K-E at gmail.com and become a part of the Locked On Network. This is the Locked On Thunder podcast, your team every day. Segment number one here, the Locked On Thunder podcast. You want to know about the latest for Steven Adams and the latest is he's a game time decision. The good news today at shoot around Steven Adams was walking around and you didn't see the noticeable limp that you did Saturday night in the locker room. Steven Adams spraining his ankle in the third quarter of Saturday's win against the San Antonio Spurs. If I'm Billy Donovan, this is an easy decision for me. I am sitting Steven Adams out tonight and tomorrow night. The Thunder should be able to beat the Sacramento Kings and the Atlanta Hawks with him. If they can't, you've got bigger worries. Of course, we also know that the Thunder, even with Steven Adams has found ways to lose to bad teams all season long. So we don't take anything as a given here on the Locked on Thunder podcast, but I would bring Steven Adams back later this week. I'm not rushing him into the lineup and possibly risking further injury. He's too important to this team as we get into the postseason. And I'm thinking that tonight's starting lineup, you probably see Dakari Johnson along with Carmelo Anthony, Russell Westbrook, Corey Brewer and Paul George, and there you go. That 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 will be your, your starting five tonight. Now, there is a possibility that Carmelo Anthony doesn't play tonight because it's the first of a back-to-back, and maybe he does end up playing in Atlanta. And at that point, you could run Patrick Patterson out there. Of course, if you do that, there's part of me that would love to see a starting lineup where it's Russ, Paul George, Patrick Patterson, Corey Brewer, and Jeremy Grant. I think that would be a lineup that's a lot of fun to watch. And the Thunder could move the ball around a lot with that lineup. Plus, I just, I'm loving the way Jeremy Grant's playing now. And the more I can see him, the more entertainment value I get. But Carmelo Anthony is a huge question mark on this team. And there's no doubt fans and media alike would like to see Carmelo Anthony's minutes limited. And there's this big sentiment that Carmelo Anthony needs to be coming off a bench or the bench, he doesn't need to be in the starting lineup. The problem is if you're Billy Donovan. Carmelo Anthony is a starter. He said that. He told Eric Horn that at the beginning of the year at Thunder Media Day. And when a guy like that decides that he's a starter, that never gets out of his head. Billy Donovan can't tell Carmelo Anthony he's not a starter. Because if you do, you risk losing him mentally for the rest of the year. And I'm sorry, but with Carmelo Anthony's past, he's too good not to have out there on the court the last couple of minutes. Just over his career, Carmelo Anthony has proved to be clutch. And I'll admit, I freely admit this for 100% transparency. I have been a Carmelo Anthony fan ever since his days at Syracuse. 
And I was doing backflips when he came to Oklahoma City because he's always been one of my favorite players in the league. And I've always kind of felt like Carmelo Anthony got a bad rap. So I want to see him out there. I think what you could do if you are Billy Donovan is, is the Scott Brooks trick where maybe you start a guy but you limit his minutes. So Carmelo Anthony would technically be a starter, but you're giving Patrick Pat- Patterson the bulk of the minutes would make Carmelo Anthony happy. It would make the fans happy. I think more importantly, it would certainly help the team out because as we've seen, as this year's gone on, Patrick Patterson has gotten a heck of a lot better. Now, as far as the Steven Adams situation goes, not having him, there are some people that thought the offense moved pretty well against San Antonio on Saturday night. For defensive purposes, you can't have Steven Adams out of the lineup too long. And here is how things change defensively when Steven Adams is out. Or at least, I'm not going to explain that. You know what? we got a better guy that can explain that. Here's Paul George explaining what changes when Steven Adams is out of the lineup for the Thunder on defense. Uh, not much. You know, we, we, we're a, a system team defensively. We're... Um, you know, we, we get into our position, uh, and regardless who's out there, uh, you know, we still have the same principle. Um, you know, obviously, with Steve-O out there, uh, it helps, but uh, we still have the same principles regardless who's on that court. Game tips off at 7 o'clock tonight. Hope to see you out at the peak. Thunder looking for a big win against the Sacramento Kings to keep this win streak going. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Network, your team every day. Coming up in segment number two, what would be the most thunder way to honor Nick Collison once his career is gone or once his career is over? I will tell you that all right here on the Locked On Thunder podcast as part of the Locked On Network. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Business owners, don't forget to contact David Locke, that's D-L-O-C-K-E, at gmail.com to find out how you can be a part of the Locked on Thunder podcast, and more importantly, the Locked on Network. The Locked on Network is great. It's live. It's local. Well, it's on demand, and it's local, and they don't bother you because they know how important the game is to you, so you can be downloaded at any time. This podcast can be downloaded at any time, and when people listen... They do have a tendency to respond to our sponsors, especially if you're looking for men between the ages of 18 and 44. We certainly have them. 98% of the folks that listen to this podcast are men. 80% of those are between the ages of 18 and 44. So email David Locke. That's D-L-O-C-K-E at gmail.com and become a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team daily. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast, a daily Oklahoma City Thunder local podcast. I am Eric G. Nick Collison has had a great last couple of games, picking up a lot of minutes 
in Saturday's win over the Spurs because of Steven Adams' injury. And you won't see Nick Collison start tonight, although if Nick Collison were to start tonight, he and Corey Brewer would undoubtedly get the biggest cheers all night long. All right, I know I'm being sort of masters of the obvious there, but this city loves them some Nick Collison, and that has certainly shown in these last couple of games. And you can't think that Nick has too much left in the tank. The guy was drafted in 2003, and you're, what, 14 years into the NBA now? At some point, and I'm sure Nick has thought about this quite a bit, you got to hang him up. So what is next for Nick Collison? I, like a lot of people, believe that he will find his way into the Thunder organization and be a permanent fixture here, which is the best way to honor him. But the most Thunder thing ever would be to give Nick Collison a statue outside the peak and do it before Kevin Durant. And as much as I love Nick, he's not statue worthy. I have no problem if Nick Collison gets his jersey retired. I think I've jokingly said give Nick Collison a statue before, but I mean, statues are reserved for guys that put the organization on the back and and lead them to championships, and certainly Nick Collison doesn't fall into that category. If you want to retire Nick Collison's jersey, I don't have a problem with that. If you want to put a plaque up acknowledging Nick Collison not only in the Thunder facility, but in the peak as well, I, I think you have to. And I'd like to get more creative than that. I really would in this short amount of time. But that's where I'm going to rely on you and ask you to tweet me at G-E-E-H-S-O. That's G-E-E-H-S-O. And I want you to tell me just how the Thunder can honor Nick Collison once he is done retiring. So let me know what you think Nick Collison what What is the best way to pay homage to this guy, Mr. Thunder? I mean, obviously, we're going to have a Nick Collison night at the peak. You're going to have a presentation at the middle of the floor. He's going to say a few words. But how does that end? Does it end with Nick Collison's jersey going up into the rafters? Does it end with just a Nick Collison banner? You tell me, ultimately, what is the celebration that surrounds Nick Collison. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. March Madness is here. You're filling out your bracket. And you're looking for those dark horse teams. You're you're looking for that team that your friend doesn't have in the office pool. And you think you're going to torch him with. Because, hey, he doesn't know that. So, this is the guy I'm going to use. Well, I would tell you now that if this is... if, If you set the NBA up... As March Madness, I would say the Oklahoma City Thunder are the most dangerous team in the playoffs. Now, I know you're laughing because you've watched them all year long, and this team has been inconsistent, and you're thinking, man, I can't get a read on them night in, night out. We don't know what what we're going to get. New Orleans would also definitely be one of those teams maybe you pencil in to go a little bit further, or the Timberwolves, whatever. But a couple of things that, that play big time in Oklahoma City's favor as the Thunder get into the playoffs. One, Oklahoma City's in six now. If they can get into that fifth, sixth spot, I think they can win their first round matchup. And I don't think that there is any team in the NBA that wants to see these guys. We know Golden State doesn't. Even though Golden State manhandled Oklahoma City a couple of weeks ago, OKC's 2-1 and one against them. The Rockets beat up on them pretty good the other night as well, but Oklahoma City's 1-1 one one against them. Oklahoma City is 
extremely talented. And with that lineup, there is always the chance that they are going to put it together. Now, normally, I would be saying that you are what you are at this point, and if you haven't put it together by now, you're not going to put it together for the rest of the season. I'm not ruling it out. I'm just not ruling it out that Russ, Paul George, Mello, and Steven Adams figure out a way to make this team cohesive and consistent, and you see the Thunder turn things on once we get into the postseason. Maybe that's just it. Maybe they are professionals. They know it. They understand it. They realize the only thing that matters is the playoffs, and seeding may not be that big a deal for this team. It really may not, and and some of this is wishful thinking, sort of feels like pie in the sky, but I would say now, just experience and talent alone makes Oklahoma City dangerous, and as long as you've got a guy like Russell Westbrook who can completely take over games, that certainly puts you in it. In a good position. The, the bench has been better. The bench has been better these last couple of weeks. Maybe we've waited all year long. And, and I say this sort of jokingly, but not. But maybe we've waited all year long for this team. That it is finally now. That that corner. That everybody thought Oklahoma City was turning back in December. December maybe it's happening. You know, you win these next couple of games. You sit yourself up in a really good position. And then the Thunder take off. I know I wouldn't want to see them in the playoffs. Does does it mean they get out of the first round? Not necessarily. Does it mean that they would make it past a Houston or a Golden State in the second round? Obviously not. But we've seen stranger things happen, and I certainly wouldn't count this team out. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast, part of the Locked on Network, your team daily. Coming up next, I'll tell you why Paul George and LeBron James won't be teaming up in Los Angeles. You're listening to the Locked on Thunder podcast, part of the Locked on Network, your team daily. This is Jake from Locked on. Locked on has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games four, five, and six in the NBA finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Business owners, if you're looking for men between the ages of 18 and 44, you've come to the right place, the Locked on Thunder podcast which is part of the Locked On Network, which is listened to by 98% men, and 80% of those are between the age of 18 and 44. So email David Locke, that's D-L-O-C-K-E, at gmail.com and find out about our reasonable rates and how you can become a part of the Locked On Thunder podcast. It's all right here, and you can not only get your Thunder News daily, but you can get any team daily that's in the NBA or the NFL Local podcast, 
as part of a network. It is a great way to advertise. That's David Locke, D-L-O-C-K-E, at gmail.com. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast, a daily podcast, which obviously centers around the Oklahoma City Thunder. I am your host, Eric G. Glad you could join us this afternoon. Thunder and Kings tonight, tipping off at 7. And the great thing about Locked on Thunder or any of the Locked on podcasts, we know the game is important to you. That's why we don't bother you during the game. Let's talk about a couple of things. Let's do our mandatory Corey Brewer segment. Corey Brewer has scored 29 points in the last two games, which he started. And respectively, he's played 27 and 29 minutes. And remember, prior to being traded Oklahoma City, Corey Brewer was only averaging 13 minutes per game. That's it. 13 minutes per game. Well, certainly he's not out of shape. He's been able to contribute. He's a guy that you have to account for offensively. And he's given the Thunder a big spark. And if you don't believe me, take the word of Paul George. Uh, I mean, Corey's a veteran guy. Um, you know, he's he's uh, a guy that comes ready. He's he's pure professional. Um, you know, he's when called upon. You know, he, he's been thrown out there, but um, I think he's been phenomenal in, in our uh, you know program and what we're doing. Um, it's easy to have a guy that just comes in and, and right away, um, you know, just you know, plug all the holes for us. Uh, his energy is 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 really what you know is a different engine for us. Don't know how much of the Lakers and the Cavaliers you watched last night, and I can certainly understand if you chose not to watch the Lakers and Cavaliers and chose to watch either the OJ thing or what what else was on television. There was there was something else. I mean, I guess you could start you could have started filling out your brackets on Saturday night. So, I get it. Lakers, Cavaliers, probably not tops on your list. Well, one of the big topics was what are the Los Angeles Lakers going to do here in the future? And you've got that lawyer who's buying these billboards in Los Angeles. Philadelphia's buying billboards. Everybody's trying to recruit LeBron. And the thought is, is that if LeBron James comes to Los Angeles, then Paul George will join him and you will just have this super Lakers team. The Lakers are, are willing to go into the luxury tax. And this is it. It's just going to get jump-started. However, I think if I'm Rob Palinka, and if I'm Magic Johnson, I'm looking at, at the young guys you've got, Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball. And as tempting as it's going to be to go get a LeBron James who's in his mid 30s and has got so much tread wore off his tires, and Paul George, who's still in his 20s, playing here in Oklahoma City to to rekindle that Laker magic, that's not a team that beats the Golden State Warriors. You're you're not. I, I, I don't, I mean, short of getting Russell Westbrook, Paul George, James Harden, maybe LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and short of sort of getting some sort of combination like that, the Lakers aren't going to overtake the West. And then there's no signs that this Houston Rockets team is going to be breaking up anytime soon. So not only do you have to overcome Golden State and Houston, Kawhi Leonard is still going to be part of San Antonio next year, could even be back this year. He and Pop get things patched up. San Antonio's still the force that they always are to be reckoned with. I just don't see it happening. And if LeBron wants to chase rings, 
they're better options than the Lakers. Same with Paul George. In fact, I mean, if you want to be honest about Paul George's options to get a ring, unless he goes to Houston, staying here in the West in Oklahoma City is probably the best thing for him. I guess he could go to to Boston or Toronto and try and win one with one of those two teams, but they're all pretty strapped salary-wise as well. Where does that leave the Lakers? The smartest thing for the Lakers to do is to let this young team gel and grow. Let Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram be the face of the Lakers and grow into it. And it's certainly not something Laker fans want to hear because they're extremely impatient because the last few years have been very un-Laker-like. But sometimes you don't have a choice. And it worked in Oklahoma City to watch a young team grow and they grew fast and competed for a championship before any of us knew it. And because of that, the Thunder not only had a base of really good young players, but more importantly, they built a pretty solid foundation for the franchise overall. And that's essentially what the Lakers have got to get to. Until you start to see Golden State erode, and Golden State's going to continue to make changes throughout their bench, chasing them right now when you're in a spot like Los Angeles is doesn't make a whole lot of sense. For Oklahoma City, you have nothing left to do but go for broke. All right, want to finish up with a couple of things that uh, we can talk about. Lakers, uh, or actually not Lakers, but Thunder and Kings tonight. Also, Rockets and Spurs. Houston can help out Oklahoma City if they can keep San Antonio on their current losing streak, which is two games right now. Also, Trailblazers and Heat. Trailblazers 9-1 in their last 10, but don't scoff at the Heat too much. They're 6-4 and four in their last 10, and they've got a win over the Wizards. Trailblazers, 98% chance to win that one. Is it? it is in Portland tonight. We'll keep a close eye on that one. And then tomorrow night, Wiz hosts the T-Wolves. Maybe Washington can get a win there. And then, of course, you've got the Pels and the Hornets. Pels hosting the Hornets. Not going to count on the Hornets to uh, give Oklahoma City any help. Coming up in tomorrow's podcast, we'll recap the game with the Kings. We'll look ahead to tomorrow's game with the Atlanta Hawks. And Paul George spoke today and talked about the relationship between NBA refs and the players and what is going to need to change here in the next few months in order for that relationship to get better. So we'll hear what Paul George had to say And I'll give you my thoughts as well. In fact, if you want to look ahead to tomorrow's show, you can see Paul George's complete interview unedited at LockedOnThunder.com. You can also see Corey Brewers for today and check out any back episodes of the Locked On Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G saying, have a great day. See you at the peak tonight. And always remember, roll the bones. Have a great day, Oklahoma. You are Locked On Thunder. Your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.